Since then, his followers have labored to make it seem like he wasn't gone from the world so that you would be safe. Call? His father asked, staring at him oddly. Don't look at me, Call wanted to say. And at the same time, he wanted to ask, What do you see when you look? He and Alistair were splitting Call's favorite pizza, pepperoni and pineapple and ordinarily they would have been chatting about Cole's latest escapade in town, or whatever fix-it project Alistair was currently working on in his garage. But Alistair wasn't talking now, and Cole couldn't think of anything to say. He missed his best friends, Aaron and Tamara, but he couldn't talk about them in front of his father, because they were part of the world of magic that Alistair hated. Cole slid off his chair. Can I go out in the backyard with Havoc? Alistair frowned down at the wolf, a once adorable pup that had now grown into a rangy teenage monster, taking up a lot of the real estate underneath the table. The wolf looked up at Cole's dad with chaos-ridden eyes, tongue lolling from his mouth. He whined gently. Very well said Alistair with a long-suffering sigh. But don't be long. And keep away from people. Our best bet of keeping the neighbors from making a fuss is to control the circumstances under which Havoc is seen. Havoc jumped up, toenails clacking over the linoleum as he made for the door. Cole grinned. He knew that having the rare devotion of a chaos-ridden beast counted for a lot of evil overlord points but he couldn't regret keeping him. Of course, that was probably a problem with being an evil overlord. You didn't regret the right things. Cole tried not to think about it as he stepped outside. It was a warm summer afternoon. The backyard was full of thick, green, overgrown grass. Alistair wasn't very meticulous about keeping it trimmed, being the sort of person who was more interested in keeping the neighbors away than sharing lawn-mowing tips. Cole amused himself by throwing a stick to Havoc and having him retrieve it, tail wagging, eyes sparkling. He would have run alongside Havoc if he could have, but his damaged leg kept him from moving too fast. Havoc seemed to understand this and rarely scampered too far out of reach. After Havoc had done some fetching, they crossed the street together toward a stretch of park, and Havoc ran off toward some bushes. Cole checked his pockets for plastic bags. Evil overlords definitely didn't clean up after their own dogs, so each walk counted as a mark in the good column. Cole? Cole spun around, surprised. He was even more surprised when he saw who was speaking to him. Kylie Miles's blonde hair was pulled back by two unicorn clips, and she was holding on to a pink leash. On the other end of it was what appeared to be a small white wig, but might have been a dog. You, uh, Cole said. You know my name? I feel like I haven't seen you around lately, Kylie replied apparently deciding to ignore his confusion. She pitched her voice low. Did you transfer? To the ballet school? Cole was seized by hesitation. 
Kylie had been with him at the iron trial, the entrance exam for the magisterium, but he had passed, and she had failed. She'd been removed to another room by the mages, and he hadn't seen her since. She clearly remembered Cole, since she was looking at him with a puzzled expression, but he wasn't sure exactly what she thought had happened to him. Her memories had certainly been altered before she'd been released back into the general population. For a wild moment, he imagined telling her everything, telling her how they'd been trying out for a magic school and not a ballet school, and how Master Rufus had picked him, even though he'd scored way worse than she had. Would she believe him if he told her about what the school was like and what it felt like to be able to shape fire in his hands or fly up into the air? He thought about telling her that.